Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another interview for Technology Uncorked. My name is Jeff Quattromani, and today on the show, we have Preeti Day. She is the podcast partner manager at Spotify Australia New Zealand, and we have a whole list of questions for her around podcasting, what's happening in that space, and again, how Spotify is trying to steal some of that market by making some podcasts exclusive to Spotify. This one isn't, though, but I do have a question for you. This podcast is brought to you by Boost, and I have to ask, when was the last time you paid attention to how much you're paying per month for your mobile and how much data you're actually consuming for what you're paying? Now, with a lot of people being locked down and working from home, you're actually using your mobile data far less than you ever thought you did. You're using your Wi-Fi. As a result, you should be auditing what your needs are today. You could be saving a lot of money. For example, I'm on the Boost website. For $30 a month, this is crazy, for $30 a month, you can get 34 gigs of data, which is more than you will ever consume in a month, which gives you unlimited calls and texts. So call anybody all day, every day in Australia. But then the best kicker that I find here is it gives you unlimited international standard calls and texts to 20 selected destinations. So if you have friends in Canada, Brazil, Malaysia, Japan, China, the UK, the list goes on, you could be calling them, not through Skype, not through WhatsApp calling, none of that sort of stuff. This is just picking up the, the phone and dialing their number, and you'll be having a real conversation with them immediately. It's all included for that $30 with a 28-day expiry. Um, you really need to be auditing your monthly spend with your mobile. Oh, and let me just remind you, Boost uses the Telstra network, so you're going to get coverage and you're going to get speed wherever you go. Do pay attention to it. Head to boost.com.au and do some research before you pay that next monthly bill. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Preeti Day, the podcast partner manager at Spotify Australia New Zealand. Thank you for coming on the show. And, and I have to ask first and foremost, for moments when you're at a barbecue and someone asks what you do at Spotify, mm-hmm. how do you answer that question as a podcast partner manager? Um, well, I actually really love it when people ask me what I do for work because I I genuinely love talking about it because it's it's so fun. Um, <laughs> but essentially, I what I do for work is working with partners to deliver audio content that Australians want to hear. Um, so we want to be talking with the world's best creators, all levels from every imaginable background with the aim to develop and grow a beautiful pipeline of content with some really great talent. I like that. That's not a bad, not a bad way. And I'm sure, I'm sure that most people understand that. Most people know what a podcast is these days. Uh, Spotify isn't exactly new anymore. Everyone knows what what that is when it comes to to music streaming and things like that. So, in in sort of my day to day, when I when I hear about technology replacing people, it's a common thing that I'll talk about robotic mowers. I'll talk about something where. It's now automating something that we used to do as people. Um, that's the common feedback I get. Oh my gosh, technology is replacing everything that we do. But mm-hmm. you know, your job title and even your organisation is an example of what technology has actually created. You know, which is a, a role that didn't exist before, and a company that certainly didn't exist many years ago as well. I have to ask, how did you find yourself in this role, given it is something that didn't exist before? 
Mm. It really is a very unique role. Um, and my background is, is is very centered around content from my time at Universal Music to more recently, The Guardian, where I was leading a production team creating branded content. Um, but what really attracted me to this role was the ability to take that experience and apply it to a really exciting format, which is going through a growth spurt. Um, and I also really love the opportunity to work closely with creators locally and form some really strong relationships. And what I've found since I've been in this role is that the podcast community is awesome um, and really welcoming. And every day is really different and brings a different conversation. I think so too. I mean, given given that I'm part of it, I think... Um, <laughs> I would have to agree with you. Yeah. Uh, now, look, as as one of the largest music streaming services on the planet, if not the largest, um, how much of an impact is podcasting having on this on, on Spotify as a platform? Um, well, podcasting is having a massive impact on streaming audio and the platform, um, which is obviously the fastest growing form of media um, at the moment. And in the ni- last nine months, we've seen the number of shows added um, increase by 240%. And wow. in Australia, um, podcast listening hours have doubled over the last year. So podcasting does continue to be a big part of our strategy as a global streaming service. And and just on that too, do you think that all of that or a lot of that growth is attributed to COVID and the fact that people are potentially at home and trying to find new ways to, to get information and things like that? Um, I think potentially, yes. Um, I mean, the listening habits have definitely changed during COVID times. Mm. Um, people, some people would say that they listen to podcasts less than they were because they're not commuting as much. Um, but then there are other people that tend to listen to podcasts more or at different times, like when they're going for a walk or when they're at home doing chores and things like that. So I think it really fluctuates. But um, yeah, I think I think the good thing about podcasts is that they're always just that um, companion in your ears that you can just listen to anywhere at any time. It's a really good point, actually. And I'm noticing the same thing. I'm, I've been working from home since March. Um, my commute used to be my my chance to catch up on podcasts, and yeah, mine too. now I'm looking I'm looking for things to do. So when I when I am cleaning the house, it's like oh my gosh, excellent! I could put my my AirPods on and start to tune into a podcast because I just I strive for that um, for that moment. Because to be honest, when I'm working, I can't focus on on a podcast. I actually need to be doing something more, um, you know, less less intense to actually be able to focus on what people are saying in those. So. It's yeah. interesting that you that you notice that as well. I would agree. I think from a personal perspective, I I feel the same. Um, I used to use my commute to catch up on podcasts as well, and and I've definitely lost that. So now I have to um, try and make time to go for a walk and listen to a podcast. Then, but what I've been doing a lot more of is listening to a podcast, like a really good talk show, like Shameless or Chat Ten, when I'm at home cooking dinner and things like that. Because it's to be honest, it's like having some company. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. It's just having a almost a friend just talking to you, and you know, depending on the quality of the podcast, you actually feel like you're part of that conversation, even yeah. if you're not talking back. And that's one of the things I love about podcasts. And yeah, 100%. Uh, and I have to I have to ask. I mean, you guys with with Spotify having so many podcasts on the platform, how many are out there? And the other part of that is, is there a genre that exists that's maybe not being covered by a podcast at the moment? Well. There are so many podcasts out there. Um, we currently have around 1.5 million podcasts on the platform. Um, and as you can imagine, that covers pretty much every genre that is um, from true crime to comedy to fantasy fiction. Um, so there's literally something for everyone, but there's always a new story waiting to be uncovered or a conversation that needs to be had or something new to learn. 
That's true. That's true. And look, and I'm I'm guilty of that. I know that there was plenty of amazing um, technology based podcasts that existed before I certainly started, and um, it didn't stop me from from doing it. Given that, I guess, who hasn't got a podcast these days? It seems to be going that way. Yeah. And and look, as a platform, I have what what do you think sets Spotify apart from the others when it comes to listening to podcasts? Given that you know, I could use another app or or other services to get my podcast fix as well. Well, I think what makes us really unique is the fact that we offer music and podcast all in one place. So it provides a really holistic experience that allows listeners to engage with their favorite, all their favorite audio in in one place. Um, this also allows us the opportunity to create mixed media formats that combine music and podcast, um, like the user generated um, playlists or Daily Drive, mm. for example, which is short form news content um, mixed with your favorite music. And I was about to say that too, because one of the one of the other things that I love about listening to podcasts through Spotify is that if I'm streaming from the car, that's I can be halfway through a, um, an episode. But then when I log onto my computer, open up Spotify, there I pick up where I left off. And you know, if you if you use too many different apps, you actually miss that connection. And you know, for some podcasts that can be you know two or three hours long, sometimes it makes a huge difference where you don't have to remember at what point you're up to and things like that. So that's one of my main reasons for using using Spotify in oh, that way. I'm glad. <laughs> it's, it's the convenience. <laughs> I think you, it's just about making it easy for users. Um, you know, just having everything there in one place for them it's just super easy um mm. so yeah agreed agreed and look we've we've seen some changes recently where you know some major names have become exclusively available on spotify and obviously making huge news around the world um this is almost like a tv network having the rights to a particular tv show or a sport and and that's very common too that we see you know sporting rights change hands all the time this obviously really does encourage listeners of, say, the Joe Rogan podcast, for example, um, to at least use the free version of Spotify to continue hearing his show once it does become uh, exclusive. And, and it is a big move. Mm. Do you imagine the reverse could happen to popular podcasts that you currently have on your platform that could become exclusive somewhere else as well? Well, I suppose that could happen, but what it's important to focus on is that these deals continue our efforts to innovate and grow the podcast industry pie. And in just under two years, Spotify has already become the second largest platform for podcasts um, in the world. So mm. we're very much at the beginning still of our of this strategy, and um, we have some really exciting partnerships in place with DC Comics, for example, um, mm. Joe Rogan, as you mentioned, Esther Perel, and Addison Rae. So, so we're continuing continuing with that winning strategy of pursuing the best podcast talent on the planet and bringing them to Spotify. It's, it's pretty amazing. And um, I mean, even even Michelle Obama, I believe, is is exclusive to Spotify as well. So it's, it's phenomenal. She is um, exclusive at the moment, but she will be going mm -hmm. on to other platforms soon, which was recently announced. So that's right. exciting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And, and when a podcast does become exclusive to Spotify, do, does Spotify have any involvement in the production or the content of the show? Or is it really just having the rights to, to distribute it locally themselves? So each podcast is very different, but we always look at a way ways that we can work really closely with our partners to develop exclusive content. So just this week, for example, we launched a podcast called The Dad Kit with Babyology. Mm -hmm. um, and it was a very collaborative process in regards to the content itself, the guests, the conversations and the format. That's interesting. So would you guys then have um, your own studios in Australia, for example, that podcasters could could be using to create content? Or is that still left to the creators to, to develop themselves? 
We don't have our own studios yet, unfortunately, but that's definitely something we would love to see soon. Um, but in, in, in regards to the DAG kit, for example, that was left to the creators to use their studio. So we do tend to work with a large network of podcast creators um, who do have access to studios. I like that. Okay, interesting. Now, now during COVID, it was definitely a common joke that um, people would think it's the right time to start a podcast because people had free time on their hands and yep. they thought, well, what else am I going to do except jump in front of a microphone? And um, I, I, just for the record, I started mine a, at least a year a year ago, so it was way <laughs> before COVID. Um, but when you when you look at the at the landscape of shows out there, how many podcasts do you think start and die within a year, and and who has the longest running show? Yeah, I mean, I I heard that a lot from creators as well in regards to COVID times and and it being a very good time for generating ideas and content. Um, I can't say exactly what the longest running podcast is with you know one point five million podcasts on the platform. But I know that the Naked Scientist podcast has been running for around five years. Um, And I guess our focus is very much on giving creators the tools for success. So whether you're starting off or you're already a major partner, and now that we have Anchor on board as well, we're really empowering anyone to create a podcast from start to finish with a a suite of podcasting tools available to them. It's really interesting too. And I I was just thinking um, as as you were answering that question that, you know, for those people who potentially you know, decide to start a podcast during COVID and then six months from now they, they, they stop publishing, those episodes will just exist um, in that, in that pod, podcasting sphere for a while. Do you think that, that we'll end up getting to a point where there may be some clutter in that, in that sense where you almost have people who've had really good names for a podcast but it already exists even though they stopped publishing you know, over a year ago? I, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think it's really important to keep that content on there. And I wouldn't see it as clutter. I, I look at it maybe the way we look at books, you know, and the evolution mm. of that content. And um, it's always interesting to see what was created and where it's got to. And I love looking at podcasters and local podcasters and seeing where they started, how they've evolved and where they're at now. So I think it's important to keep that content available. It's a really good point, actually. When I when I go back, or if anybody goes back, and please don't and listen to the first episode, it's um, of, of this podcast. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. <laughs> but I guess if anything, it's a good reference point to to remind myself that the show did get better um, yes. over time. And I'm now, sure that's other- very sorry. I'm sure that's very inspiring for other new podcasters as well. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. And and would you say that there are any particular genres that are that, that are flooded or that are obviously dominating when it comes to podcasts? Um, well, we true crime is definitely one of the most popular genres on the platform, and listeners love that content and always come back for more. Like, true crime is definitely my gateway to podcasts with Serial, and I don't think I was alone there. Um, but we can also see from the charts that Case File is is constantly up there, um, as is Australian True Crime, Serial Killers, mm. Crime Junkie, just to name a few. That's really interesting. And you mentioned a little bit earlier around Daily Drive and and Spotify has such a large library of music. And obviously, we're now seeing podcasting grow so much in that way as well. But the way that Spotify builds playlists for me, whether it's for my Daily Drive or just around different genres of music that I have been listening to, it makes my life really easy and actually helps me discover um, new songs and even podcasts along the way Mm -hmm. as well. When you guys decided to do Daily Drive, where you effectively integrate podcast episodes in between music, you're effectively creating what used to be what people would listen would hear on the radio, but it's so tailored for somebody. Was that an intentional swing at how we consume radio and, and trying to emulate that, but 
with more personalization? Well, to be honest, I think it, it really ties into discoverability and the fact that we do we are in a unique position to have music and podcasts all in one place. So so with Daily Drive, for example, in those mixed media formats, um, the purpose is really designed to design something that is an easy listening experience and also an opportunity to serve up podcast content that many users may not necessarily have come by previously. Um, so um, like 7am podcast, for example, mm. um, I do know that, um, you know, a lot of new listeners discover that podcast via Daily Drive. It's a good point. It's a good point. It's actually one of the ways that I found, um, what's that Mamma Mia one called? Um, the, the, quickie? It, the, the Quickie. That's exactly how I discovered that one. Was it just popped up in between things? I went, oh, this is great. Um, yeah. and, I, and I started listening to that afterwards ever since. So it's crazy the way it works. And I have to also ask, given that um, there is a featured section um, inside podcasts on Spotify as well, you know, yep. podcast creators always trying to crack that code. How do they <laughs> end up getting a, an appearance in that list? And, you know, how does somebody like, um, I don't know, myself, um, get featured on Spotify? <laughs> yes. Well, I think our advice there is always um, to creators to know your audience. Um, and we have tools in place to better help creators understand and engage and grow their audiences like Spotify for podcasters, for example. So once you really crack that, you're setting yourself up for success. Interesting tip. And I guess if I if there are people out there who are listening to this and don't have a podcast yet um, and have maybe been sitting on the idea for a while, do you have any any tips or suggestions around people getting started, whether it's around equipment or, or anything else? Um, I think definitely um, Anchor is definitely a good tool to use or definitely refer mm. to for starters. Um, it's all about having a good idea, obviously, knowing your audience, understanding where there might be some content gaps. Um, and yeah, that's always a great starting point. I like it. I like it. Now, the rest of the questions that I have for you today, uh, not so much about Spotify or even about the work that you do. Uh, it's more to get to know yourself and to understand the things that make you tick and, and your tech life. And um, they're not, there's no wrong answers here. This is all very, very casual. I think that the easy one to start with is what's your favorite app to keep you organized? Oh, I think um, I don't have anything fancy. I think it just has to be my calendar. <laughs> it's not a, it's not an uncommon answer. Don't worry. It's um, I, I'm the same. If I don't have it in my calendar, it doesn't exist. Yeah. So I'm with you. Uh, what would be your favorite social media app? Uh, I mainly use Instagram. I think that's that's becoming the norm as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do have five minutes to spare between meetings, uh, what's the first thing that you want to do on your phone? Well, I'm I'm really sad to say, but it's check my emails. Mm. Yeah, it's become the norm as well. I yeah. get it. And uh, do you wear a smartwatch or wear a traditional timepiece? <laughs> um, I wear a traditional timepiece still. I'm, I'm old yeah. like that. Yeah. You, you don't want to charge your watch every day like like people who wear smartwatches? It's quite nice to not be connected all the time. <laughs> I like that. And look, when we used to when we used to fly, um, did you used to use the in-flight entertainment system, or would you bring your own tablet? Um, I love that you say used to fly, like it's um, you know it doesn't happen <laughs> anymore. Um, I love the in-flight entertainment. Usually, it depends what plane I'm on, though. But yeah, I'd usually go in-flight. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And uh, what do you love to do to disconnect? How do you get away from technology and and everything else? Um, definitely running, um, because you can't check your emails when you're running, um, and finding a good book. And do you, do you listen to books or do you do you read books? I'm I'm old school. I read actual books. The, the paper kind. With pages, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And yeah. and this show is called Technology Uncorked and uh, we have a Tuesday show where we interview guests like yourself and then we have a Thursday show where I talk about the news and reviews around technology. And 
Uh, that's usually done over a glass of wine. Now, unfortunately, today we can't be together. Um, but if we were, what would be your go-to for a, for a drink today? Oh, I think um, I'm a big fan of the Negroni, to be honest. Love a oh, nice really? Negroni. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know what? You're the first person that's actually ever said that. And I, um, I like that it's because it's something different. Something very different, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorites. Preeti, you've been an amazing guest. It's actually been really interesting to talk to you about podcasting on a podcast. Um, this is quite meta that having a podcast manager appear <laughs> on my podcast, which will get published on Spotify as well. So amazing. Uh, amazing. Thank you so much for joining the show. Um, I, I cannot wait to to hear more about where Spotify goes with this and who else are you going to have that's exclusive on the podcast later on? Yeah, great. Thank you so much for having me. Stay tuned for, for more you. updates. <laughs> <laughs>